to do yes I will Ooh baby Sweet baby, oh, I feel like this going to seven whole days, huh? Mm. Not a word from you, and seven whole nights, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about who? Tell me what you want, what you want me to do. I, I, I can't take it no more. Rather be on my own, yeah. Hello. Welcome to another week of the Curate Podcast. Clearly, I am a blend of Brownstone and Tony Braxton this evening, afternoon. Um, it is one thirty-nine on a Friday. I'm getting better, giving myself time, not rushing. Not putting shit off to the last minute. <laughs> and it feels damn good. Um, so, yeah. Spending today getting shit done. Feeling good, feeling great. How are you all? I hope all's well. As I do every week. Um, I have my coffee to my left and space to my right. Maybe it's a metaphor for the day. Drink coffee and go right and let the universe lead. A trend, a theme for today um, not too much is going on since uh, we spoke last. Still under quarantine. Um, same deal, you know, my only outings have been to the store, which I need to uh, go to today. I need to restock on my wine. The store up the street has two for 13 bottles of uh, Yellowtail. And you can mix and match. You can do reds and whites. You can do different um, different types of wine. Whatever you want. Two for 13. Can't beat it. <laughs> so I'm going to um, go and do that and pick up some other things. Clearly wine um, being the most important of them since that is what I mentioned. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm down to the store I go to doesn't have toilet paper, so I am using serviettes, napkins, um, on my hiney, maybe TMI, maybe just a sign of the times. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm feeling better about this whole podcast thing. Like, again, this this time has been perfect to start something like this and that like ah, it's really just served as just like a space to just be able to just express and just talk like yeah without 
anybody else. Although it is is double sided in that I do low key wish and am opening myself up to the possibility of having someone else on as a permanent like host of this thing. I w- I love and welcome the idea of like having somebody here to bounce things off. Um, cause I'll say it again. I just feel like at times, like I'm in an echo chamber and I'm just with my own thoughts. Um, again, which is double-sided. Um, this, a time like this, like just talking is enough. Like, you know, I talk to people on FaceTime and on the phone and stuff, but it is kind of cool to hear yourself and hear where you're at and just kind of just sit with yourself and your thoughts. Um, all the while, you never know who's listening (laughs) to this when you do it in this way. Um, like a public journal in a way, uh, without giving TMI. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else? What else? People trying to dictate my time. How it's spent. And I don't have time for it. Not people. One person in particular. Sips coffee. Yeah. Just stop. Stop, stop, stop. Like, I'm growing. I'm going to do what I want. As most people are. I'm going to do what you, do what I want and do and not do what I don't want. Like, that's just it. But, um... Plus, I like how I fill my time, even outside of times like this. Like, I like how I utilize my time. Like, when I would come home from work, I was never one to, and I've said this before, like, never really want to just kind of come home and throw everything down and sit in front of the TV. You know, I'm pretty productive in my own way and for my own benefit. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm not productive when I don't want to be. Like, I have been um, making it a point to stay, not making it a point, it's like natural, like not putting pressure on myself to get up. I do set alarms because I do recognize that I have the potential to sleep the entire day away, which I don't know what that's about. It's like no matter what time I go to sleep, no matter how early, whatever, I'll still wake up naturally. Well, okay, it depends. Because when I was working, I noticed, like, you know, my body was, I guess, used to getting up for work. And so, like, naturally, I wake up around 10, which is the time I would love to get up now. But it seems like uh, I do go to sleep a lot later, too, during this time I have been. Like, I'm talking, like, 3, 4 in the morning. Um, last night, not so bad. I went to bed around one thirty, But, um... See, this is the part about doing this shit by yourself. I like I'd be forgetting midway through, like what I was, where I was at, what I was talking about. Um, sleep schedules, circadian rhythm. Uh, yeah. I just been sleeping late and not giving myself shit about it. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> Not giving myself shit about it. Like, why the fuck not? Like, you know, 
again, we demonize sleep as a as a society. Like this whole, you know, grind while they sleep type of mentality. Like you better make sure you're sleeping too. Like sleeping is like it's it's necessary. Like it's it's necessary. You need it. Like it's it's like you gotta have it. Like you can't go through this life without doing it. And it makes things better. You operate better. You do whatever it is that you want to be so productive with at a more optimal level because you've rested. <laughs> it's just that simple. Um, so, yeah, you know, and what other time is um, better than to really let yourself rest? Ugh. This society is crazy. I read something this morning. Oh, shit. Well, this is going to be my wisdom of the week. How about that? I, um, this episode is a lot less structured. Last week felt weird. It felt like I was trying to be too, like, scholarly. Like, I had all these points written and stuff. I don't know. It just lacked flow to me, and it felt... Uh, full transparency, I think this shit is fucking boring. Like, I really do. Listening back to it, like editing, I be getting drowsy at myself. Like, I don't know. To me, that's saying, like, I need to spi- I need to think of ways to spice it up. Part of that was the um, the potential of the introduction of a new person permanently. Um, I thought about like shifting content, you know, uh, or topics of discussion, that kind of thing. Um, but then I thought about the the kind of rigidity of the these outlines that I create, and I feel the difference in flow between like listen to me unpacking all my stuff right now. But whatever, this is my shit. <laughs> um. Um, 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 yo, what the fuck, um, what was I just saying, oh my goodness, this is terrible, um, I know I was saying shit is fucked up, which it is, but I read something this morning, This is going to be the wisdom of the week. It's what I read this morning. Um, <laughs> good segue. Let's keep it moving. All right. Let's get into it. Wisdom of the week. Love and I interested me so that I dared to knock at the door of the
This week's wow, wisdom of the week, comes from none other than our good brother, Michael Jackson. Where he reminds us that consciousness expresses itself through creation. This world we live in is the dance of the creator. Dancers come and go in the twinkling of an eye, but the dance lives on. On many an occasion when I am dancing, I have felt touched by something sacred. In those moments, I felt my spirit soar and become one with everything that exists. It's a quote by Michael Jackson. And to me, it speaks to the wisdom of dance and movement. I took a dance break in between recording my little intro and this week's Wisdom of the Week. (laughs) It's very clear, probably from the intro, that Brownstones, If You Love Me, is heavy on the brain. For whatever reason, I just took a moment to play it and dance it out. Like, And I think particularly during this time where everyone's in the house, um, people are looking for ways to move around or whatever, just feel something. I think dance is a great way to, uh, to get that, to get, get some feeling going inside and out. You know, actually moving your body, connecting with your body, exploring your body. Um, I've heard dance be um, compared to prayer, too. Like, you know, uh, 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 um, like, a, like an offering, you know, in a way. Um, so, yeah. This week's wisdom just serves to remind us to move our bodies in ways that feel good. Yeah. All right. Let's move into this ailment. The ailment this week um, isn't so much of an ailment, more so than it is just a a, a, a reassessment, a um, reclassification of where social media kind of falls in the fold of daily life and like life in 2020. I um, have been one to kind of damn social media like or bad mouth it you know just thinking that is shaping our society in ways that aren't so productive spilling false narratives shaping our ideas and perceptions of ourselves physically mentally spiritually you know just not always for the best 
um, how too much, you know, the consumption of too much of the media that is that we're exposed to via social media is just too much. I've just always carried this notion that social media is just like sending our society into just kind of like this 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 place where we just all exist online. And I've hated it. I just I hate it like when I used to get on the bus and go to work. <laughs> That's so crazy to say. When I was getting on the bus going to work, like you just see all the kids, you know, going to school. I would just have on my headphones and be very much alert visually, you know, looking around constantly, that kind of thing. That's just how I am. But in my astuteness, outwardly, just looking around, like you look over people's shoulders, you see everybody's like, I'm I'm looking at what people are looking at <laughs> over their shoulders. And like people just like, everyone's just mindlessly scrolling through Instagram on their way into to, to school. And just thinking like, you know, social media, of course, like it has its place. I'm not like about to sit here and deny, act like social media hasn't had its place for good in our society on the world scale before now. But like, I just feel it's just been taken out of balance that people have needed to kind of put more boundaries and like create more of a balance and like where what what part social media plays in in their lives you know in all of our lives like we have to make that clear for ourselves um but what i've just seen through this time is just like and realize and where social media is kind of taping taking this um reshaping in my mind is that like for me personally, like it's really served as a place of community and like just kind of coming, feeling like a part of a place <laughs> during this time. Um, because where else can you go? If you can't go to Instagram, where else can you go? You know? No one's leaving the house. No one's going. I mean, you're leaving the house, but you're not going to anywhere that's like for social stimulation. No one's going to the club. Nobody's going to the bars. Nobody's going to a restaurant. Nobody's going to, you know, a, a live music joint. Nobody's nobody's going anywhere. So, you know, I feel like Instagram has really kind of taken, stepped in and taken that place of what once was, you know what once was our ability to go out and and stimulate ourselves, you know, socially. Um, I've just really seen the goodness in it and have used it, utilized it, you know, for ways that if I dig a little bit deeper aren't so healthy and like kind of... Um, our food for thought. I noticed that like I've been posting a lot more and I've said this out loud to people. I feel like I've been posting more um, of myself as a means of like receiving some sort of like gratification um, 
you know, affirmation that I'm still here. I'm still good looking. <laughs> um, yeah. And like just kind of dealing with that, you know, sitting with the idea of vanity and like what what place it's had in my life. Like, you know, even when things were normal, going out and and, and that kind of thing and getting dressed up and going trying to present, you know, for what? You know, it just makes me think like, Kyrie, were you going out like in part with the intention of like gaining some external validation from people? Which, yeah, I think to some degree, like we all do, you know, consciously or subconsciously, probably more subconsciously because you're not thinking like, hey, I'm going out to get attention. Um, But like, that's part of the experience, you know. You want people to appreciate your presence. You want people to see you. You want people to compliment you. You want, to some degree, as I'm saying and talking through it, I think that, you know, it's not, that's not always a bad thing. Like, I think it's it's partly what, maybe in part, what we kind of need. Like, it helps you feel a part. It makes you, it helps you feel seen, like, you know. And so... Yeah, maybe my posting on social media of myself isn't so bad. I don't know. Maybe it's out of necessity. Um, And it makes you think, if this were 20 years ago and you had nothing, no other way to get outside of your apartment and connect with other people um, on such a large scale as Instagram or any of your other chosen social media platforms, like if you didn't have access to that, like what what would serve, what would kind of take that place during a time like this? Um, the answer to that, I don't know. But it just begs the question, you know. Yeah, this is, it's, it's so many layers to this, but um, the main thing um, is just really during this time of, everyone being inside this and that like is really even the it's it's let me finish my let me complete my thought um it has shaped reshaped uh the place that uh social media i feel plays in our world for good um and we've seen it before we've seen it before through you know other comparatively smaller disasters still large disasters but comparatively small um, where, you know, people rally together on social media um, around something that happened or like, you know, in solidarity, this and that. People, social media has certainly been used for that. But I think now that this is something that the world is is going through, like, it's kind of taking a new shape. Like, people are using it as a sense of, like, again, just feeling apart. Like, this is a place where I can, quote unquote, go to, like be amongst others and like share thoughts and and respond to people and see what other people are doing and thinking and whatever like you know even during this time still having to like have those uh, parameters in place for yourself surrounding social media usage um 
Because it still has the ability to take or to uh, elicit some of the more negative components of social media, which maybe is another episode. I don't know. But um, here today, this ailment is focused on the ailment of having to reshape and reframe things that you thought you knew or feelings that you thought you felt about something. And in this case right now, it is social media. So, yeah. With that, um, I'm just going to move into the curation. And uh, I've already kind of said it, but fuck it, I'm going to say it again. In the curation segment, let's move on. what has already been stated it's okay to reshape and reframe and come back and say hey I feel differently about this now based on XYZ that has happened to me or based on this set of circumstances you know it has really shaped and um, reformed my ideas surrounding this particular thing that's okay to do. We form our ideas and things based on our own personal circumstances or feelings about something or whatever. And when those things change, it's okay to change with them. And don't let anybody box you into what you once said. Yeah, don't let it happen. Because we evolve, we change, we're human. The moment you stop evolving, growing, and changing, you stop, like, living. (laughs) Really. So, allow yourself to morph. Allow yourself to change. Allow yourself to grow. And don't let folks box you in. That is the curation. Um, I'll do an installment. Sure. Let's move. Installation of Le Curation, I feel like you'll just feel a lot more free and just less confined, less boxed in. Life is a journey 
And if you really take it in, like, you have no choice but to be swayed by, you know, the curiosities of life. One thing that you follow that, that captures your interest and you decide to follow it is, going, is bound to open up another world of something that is also going to catch your interest in pursuit of that first thing. And there's no reason, there's, there's no, there's, there's nothing to say that you shouldn't follow that second thing that came as a result of the first. My belief is that it's these collective curiosities that come together to kind of really like shape your, your trajectory, like that, 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 that really kind of shape your path in this life. And to me, there's a degree of, of, uh, I think God lives in that. I think God is in that because it's just, it's, it's the trusting that these things that, you know, I followed my heart to go down this one path. This path led me to this, that led me to this, this to that, this to that. Those are the things that you couldn't see going in that on the outside, like on the, on the, on the end, you know, came out. Like those are, that's God. Like that's God. God is the unknown. God is those things that, that just happen, you know? And that if you follow that, those, those things that call to your heart and that you have no, no choice but to be good in the end. Because those things pulled on your heartstrings for some reason, you know? Pulled on your heartstrings for you to be able to, to, for you to feel inclined enough to go down that route enough to discover what it is that God had, you know, along that path or at the end of that path for you in order to move you to the next thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a, a compounding, like, snowball effect where I feel like you can't go wrong by just simply, like, trusting what you feel, trusting in your heart. You know, so this whole thing is a bit bigger than social media. It just kind of, you know, it, it again, it just lends itself to the ability to change perspective and to remain open to new possibilities and and perspectives. Um, and sometimes life forces you to reframe things. I'm forming a incomplete thought in my mind, but go with me. Um, it makes me think about like if, you know, two parents who Two, two, two sets of parents um, who lose their child. One family, you know, goes down the route of, you know, totally like persecuting this person who, who killed their child, you know, and just wants all the bad to come to this person. And the other couple, you know, maybe goes a, a route of, you know, let's walk this person through, through rehab and and reform them and and you know help to ensure that they can be a healthy part of this society and never perform such a heinous act again. Like let let's let that be our mission. You know, 
Same scenario, two different perspectives, two different ways of reacting. Not one any better than the other, or what, you know, that's that's all relative. But it just, that example, it just speaks to dealing in the same circumstance, but taking two different perspectives on it, and how both of those perspectives have the ability to shape the experience you have with that particular thing, you know, so, something to think about, something to chew on, and uh, move about your week with, are there any areas in your own life that um, could benefit from a reform um, a reform of perspective, a reform of thought. Mm, yeah, something to think about. As you're thinking, I will be moving to close. Thank you for tuning in yet another week. This is episode seven. Seven is the number of completion. So this is a good number. I'm looking at a seven right now. Wow. This seven reflected right back at me. This is episode seven. And it's 340. No sevens in there. Um, yeah, like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Share this with a friend. This episode felt good. I like this. I didn't have an outline for this. I think I said that already. No outline. I did have the topic ahead of time. But I just kind of talked through. I think I'm going to keep it like this. This feels a lot better. It just feels, again, just less rigid. Maybe if it's big enough for like requires some real true forethought without me just coming here giving my opinions, of course I'll I'll write out some points, but even within that I still want to just have a loose conversation with myself. Duh, it's like um <laughs> But yeah. Um and I want these episodes to be shorter. Because last week was out of hand. So, yeah. With that, me wanting to be shorter, get the fuck off. Um, contact me. Reach out. Let's have a conversation. Curate pod. Cure.8pod at gmail.com. Cure, C-U-R-E. Dot eight a t e p o d at gmail dot com. Same on Instagram. Let me make sure. Insta 
Graham. Instagram cure dot eight pod on Instagram. So the email and the Insta handle are the same. Um Yeah. Y'all be blessed and continue to have blessed days. Blessed days. Fill your time with beautiful things that make you feel good. And in the words of Crystal Jean's therapist, um, do no harm. The best thing you can do right now is to do no harm. So I can take many forms. I love you and I'm out. Until next motherfucking week, where I'm back at it again. Yep. All right. Bye. I love you. Peace. So I imagine my heart with you. See what imagination it can do. Imagine it, imagine it.